Hello everyone, welcome back. Sorry we've been gone for so long, but we are back and better and we've got so much more to share with everyone. So before we forget, please remember to check out our Instagram page and we'll be launching shortly our Facebook page as well at The Uncut Diamonds. And with that, the topic for today is intention. It's something that we both, as with everything, that we feel very strongly about. And as we come to learn more about it, we want to share, which is really our purpose, in the hope that it helps someone out there. And if something resonates with you, or if you have questions for us, please communicate with us on our Instagram and Facebook pages. And with that, the beautiful, amazing Jenny. So, hi, Jen. And let's start off with what is intention? How do we define intention? Hi, Nariska. Oh, this is so exciting because this is a topic that has such impact in our lives and something that if we are aware of and conscious of can genuinely change the trajectory of our lives. Um, when we speak about intention or when I think intention, um, it's a prediction of an outcome from your action. So you have these thoughts daily, whether it's in conversation with a friend, whether it's at work and what your job is, whether it's um, you studying at school, whatever it is that you do in your day, there are thoughts that you have about the things going on around you. And with these thoughts that we have, they lead to actions. And we always talk about that, um, those steps, you know, from thoughts, actions, consequence, and this leading to repetitive behavior and cycles. And when we, and then the more you and I have chatted about this outcome and consequence, because we've been working back from consequence over the last two years, you know, so we look at the consequence is I feel judged. And we find that there's a huge link between our topic today of intention and our first podcast on fear, um, fear of judgment and how our actions aren't necessarily always intending to achieve something that is a purpose, but sometimes to avoid something that is uncomfortable. And that takes us back to the why. And I keep asking myself, why? You know, because sometimes intention is a big thing. You think, what's my intention? So my intention is I need to do this job really well because I want a promotion. My intention is to study really hard for this test because I want to be the top student and get A's um, so I can get into university of my choice or whatever. So that's your, that's your main purpose and intention. But I think the deeper thing is why. Why do I want to get an A? Okay, so on the surface level, I want to get an A because I want to get into this academic institution. I want to get a job. I want, um, you know, to live a comfortable life. But I think we need to look 
deeper into that why. You know, is my why really? And I find that we need to ask ourselves this. And I think, Dariska, you were mentioning about um, at some point in our conversation about doing this a number of times. So you keep asking why until you are completely honest with yourself. You know, like if I think I have to do a presentation or a talk to a group of people. So first, why am I doing this? Because it's my job. I don't really have a choice, right? Um, second reason, ask myself, why are you doing this? Because I actually love my job. Um, this is why I chose this career path. Then I ask myself, why again? Okay, so I have something important that I need to share with people. And I think I could do this really well. And then you think, why again? And you keep asking why until you link every action to your overall intention and purpose. And if you think now, I'm scared to do this talk, why? Why? Because I'm afraid of judgment. Why are you afraid of judgment? Maybe past experience has led you to, um, I don't know, conflict after that with someone because you said something that didn't um that they didn't agree with or maybe you got a bad review and you know it it triggers this childhood trauma of constantly being less than because you weren't as good as i don't know um a peer a sibling whoever that was constantly you were constantly compared to um and the why really gets you thinking deeply about your intention and your purpose and helps you overcome your fear of judgment and your fear of, I don't know, failure, um, because it helps you realize that your actions are not just aligned with your purpose and intention, but are also to avoid past fears and traumas and deeper underlying things that you have to bring to the surface by asking yourself why and do the hard work to overcome it. And that when you're able to do that, wow, it's amazing. Um, you live free. Um, you live vulnerably. Um, so that I'll be honest there that it's scary. You're vulnerable. You're exposed but it's liberating and you have a sense of inner peace. Um, not that just, and, and I must say this, that it doesn't mean that once you get to that point that you are now living, you know, this like um, magical world where nothing bad ever happens and you have all the answers to everything that what we talk about in these podcasts, even today with intention and purpose and why that it's all an ongoing thing, an ongoing journey. Yeah, I think it's so powerful. And way before we ever decided that we want to do this as a topic, it was, it just came up in conversation with you once. And you said something about like workouts, if I remember, but you said you kept asking why. And like, why am I doing this? But why? Why? Like, what is the real reason? And I love what the example that you gave about like getting good grades. Yes, okay, you want to do well in the test. You want to get into a good college. And then to keep asking. And I think what it does with the, with the repetition is that it gets to like the true 
reason and not just like the surface level. And a lot of what we do is it's very unconscious. We don't think about, you know, okay, I'm going to the gym, but actually why? Because it's the, it's the cool thing to do because you see people on Instagram doing it. Um, what's the actual why? So a lot of it is kind of uh, on autopilot, our actions. Okay, we heard of this new diet to try or whatever, you, you name it. We don't necessarily take the time to look at why we're doing things and what's the true intention behind it. And I think what's so powerful about it is, like you said, and it everything does come together and work together so beautifully. And when you told me yesterday that actually it does link back to what we shared in our first podcast on fear. So if you haven't heard that, make sure you go back and listen to that one. But it's true. And I read somewhere once that there's basically two emotions everything is either motivated by fear or love and when you keep asking the why you you find out the reason actually is it fear is it fear of i'm doing all these things and following this healthy lifestyle because i want to impress people because i want approval because of the fear of feeling like i'm not enough or am I doing it for love where I want to be like the truest, highest, best expression of myself and just just be the best version that I can be and to enjoy life more. So it really is, sometimes you can have the actions the same, but the outcome and the whole experience of it can be so different depending on the motivation of what is your why behind it. Absolutely. I was actually thinking those exact thoughts because like your example with working out, it's not to say that now when you go to the why that your your reason that you come up with in your mind is going to stop you from working out. So the action will still be the same. But it's understanding the deeper why. So is my why for working out because I was picked on, um, you know, my whole life for being overweight and this is something that is a deep pain? Is it that I'm, you know, if you think of this generation and the bombardment from social media, you know, the what people look like and what you're expected to look like, is that what's driving me? Is it that I lost family members because of ill health and I don't want to be unhealthy, um, you know, and that's something really important to me. And all of those are options that are good reasons or, you know, it could be your why. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. And I think it's important that when you get to those answers that you're not judgmental of yourself with that. Um, Oh, but how could you have let yourself be, you know, peer pressured into now having to do this thing or having to be this thing to not be hard on yourself, but to just let it flow through you. So this is the why and it's okay, but it's not going to keep being my why if it's something that's that you consider negative. 
because we all have our own judgments of what's positive and negative, our own ideas, our own driving forces. Um, you know, you think of, so I lost a family member who was very unhealthy, um, led to sickness and so on. So I want to live a healthier lifestyle so I can be there um, for people differently or not cause pain to people or, you know, whatever your why is, it's okay. And to trust that that's okay. And then let that why now give you that sense of inner peace. Okay, so this is my source of anxiety. So to link now back to our talks on fear and judgment. So now what you're doing actually is you're getting a deeper understanding of yourself. You know, um, that self-actualization, that self-worth. But yeah, to, to know yourself better. And when you know yourself better, then you know how to change your thoughts to channel the better version of yourself so that you live, like you say, a happier life. And is that not what we all want? To live a happier exactly. life. Yeah. And it's okay to admit that. You know, it's like we live in this fast-paced world where stress is glorified and anxiety is like a byproduct of um, working hard and being successful and we glorify that unintentionally and if you see someone relaxing it's like almost this thought of oh how nice to be you and be so happy all the time and I am actually so stressed because I have such a busy life and I have such a tough job and you know we repeat these things to ourselves because we're surrounded by it and we can actually live successful happy fulfilled lives and be at peace with ourselves it's like we're not allowing ourselves to be at peace with ourselves if that makes sense yeah it does make sense and i think also what you said about judgment is important because it's just again that that just comes from the ego right judgment of ourselves judgment of others so it's important to just observe it. And the fact that you are now aware of it is such a powerful place to be in because you have the ability to choose differently and to actually, like you said, connect with that true part of yourself that you're not doing something to necessarily avoid uh, a pain but you're doing it because it's like the pain and pleasure, right? To gain a pleasure, like we said, to be that best version of yourself. So yeah. I think that with intention, um, also it's it's a choice. And it's we spoke about this again yesterday, right? All these things, all these practices, everything that we learn, it's not just a one-time thing. It's something you have to do over and over because it's not the way that we were brought up it's not something that's familiar so we need to do it every every day until it becomes a familiar thing and ingrained in us so you know I love Oprah and she actually uh, shared something this week on her Oprah daily challenge about intention and she said that with so her show she said was number one for 25 years in a row and she puts that down to it being intentional so she would ask her 
um, the people that she worked with, her producers, all of that, she would ask, like, what is the intention behind the show? Is it just to get ratings or is it to educate people? Is it to share? Is it to uplift? So intention truly is so powerful. And I do believe that it affects the outcome of what you do. So that's what I just wanted to share is that it's not a one-time thing. You have to make that same choice, that same decision over and over until it becomes a part of who you are. Absolutely. And intention can't be something that's in the future. It has to be something that's in the now. So my intention, if you think of Oprah's intention overall, quite a big thing, right, is to reach people um, and to make a difference. Um, but that has to be done daily with every show. So it's like with us, living intentionally does not mean this is a future thing. So in my future, I want to be a successful engineer, for instance, right? In my now, I will study so that I get good grades because this work ethic, these habits that I have, this love that I have for engineering, this love that I have for creating and building is aligned with my intention to be the best engineer. So you're bringing your big future goals, purpose, intentionally into your now actions. So my now action is that I am fully engaged in this conversation with you right now in this podcast. And it's giving me great joy because you have that action in the moment, not letting your thoughts think about what is the future of this act? What is the future impact or consequence of this action? But rather you have that purpose. You have that intention. You know this. You've written it down. You've thought about it. It, you know, takes hours out of your life because you are obsessed with it. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, yeah. we all have this, this dream, goals, you know, something that we want out of life. So a few steps back would be figuring out what that is. And the few steps forward now is looking at, okay, so now I'm living intentionally towards my purpose, which means coming into the moment, being fully aware of why I'm doing what I'm doing. How is this negatively impacting me? So is my why um, to prove a point to people? No, that's not a good reason. I actually love engineering. Um, as a byproduct, people will see my success, sure. But like you said, am I being driven by love? for what I do or fear of being excluded or judged for what I do. Mm. So you'll still do that because actually it's a deep love that you have and to allow yourself that freedom to say, this is what I love doing and then just do it. Af not afraid of judgment, not fearful of being excluded or fear of failure and then when you are in that place of the why is that I love what I do, then when your whys of what, what are stopping you come up, you're able to push that aside and magnify the whys of the love for what you do. And that love amplifies what you do on so many levels. You do it purposefully. You do it 
ex- with excitement. And, you know, people feel that energy. They feel when you love what you do. Mm. It's like if I have to stand up and give a lesson on genetics, I love genetics. Everyone can feel my passion. They're like, you know, someone like, honestly, you're so weird. How can you get so excited about this? Because I absolutely love it. And I'm not ashamed to say I love it. And it gets me excited. And I don't care if you think I'm a nerd about it. It's amazing, you know. And I'm, my why is I don't care that people think that you're nerdy. I love this. I love it. I think it's going to change the world. And so you let that bubble and overflow and there are people that are around you that are going to pick up that energy and run with it too and eventually we're running together it's that community that understanding that what I'm doing isn't against myself anymore and when you're not fighting with yourself anymore you're not fighting other people anymore so people don't feel this need to explain themselves or fight with you anymore And then we're running together. And isn't that just magical? It is. I just, it just clicked for me what you were saying about, you know, love amplifies what you do. And if we think of it, the two things we said, right? The motivating factors are the fear or love. So when it's fear, so let's go back to the example of uh, working out, right? You're doing it because of fear, that you're not going to fit in with how you're supposed to look, right? Based on, again, society and Instagram, all of that. So if you have that as your fear, and then you can actually um, kind of dread working out and you're not enjoying it, but you're doing it because of this pain you want to avoid or feeling like you need to live up to something, right? So if you compare that to this, they say, and I'm sure you've heard this analogy several times yourself, it's like swimming upstream, right? You're struggling and you're pushing and you're fighting. But when you let love fuel you, it's like downstream and it becomes so much easier and almost effortless in in many ways. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, it's just a whole different experience. Yeah, it's because you're not fighting yourself. You know, so often we think that we're fighting something outside of ourselves. But if we're truly honest with ourselves, we're fighting ourselves. We're fighting how past experiences have shaped us, which is our inner thoughts. We're fighting our expectation of ourselves and others, which is our inner thoughts, or which are our inner thoughts. And, you know, all of that is just... You're fighting you. So you've got to stop fighting you, but in a purposeful way, in a God-led way, in a place or from a place of love. And that's why we take it back to this intention and your why. Because if you keep asking yourself that, and there's no such thing as a bad person, I honestly believe that. There are bad things that have happened to good people, but I do not believe they are bad people. And if you can allow yourself that thought that you are not a bad person, so whatever your why that comes up, even if it's that I want fame and that's okay. It's okay to want fame. I want to look good. That's why I want to work out. That's okay to want to look good. It doesn't make you a bad person. So if your why isn't 
you know, even what spiritual leaders will say, oh, don't do this. Don't let this be your why. If you feel at peace with your why and it comes from a place of love, I truly believe it's okay. And I mean, that's my thought too. So you can differ on that and that's okay. So be free enough and allow yourself that you do not have to be what anybody tells you to be or agree with anyone else's alignment. And that's when you start fighting yourself. That's when your why becomes your why and not somebody else's why for you. And it's okay for your why to be more than one thing and be on different levels. So my why to work out is yes, first and foremost. So it's like a pyramid. I think of my whys as pyramids. So at the base of that pyramid is that I want to be healthy. I don't want to be sick when I'm older. I want a strong body. Then as I move up that pyramid, I want to be able to wear certain things that I like because I have you know, a certain type of fashion sense. And then as I move up, I do want to look good. Of course, I want to look good. We all want to look good. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and I mean, you redefine what that looking good is also as you work on your why, because you're less concerned with what people's expectation of looking good is, and you redefine looking good for yourself. So it's still okay to want to look good. It's just redefining what that means to you. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that is also like it's important because again, it comes back to like those those same things of like fear and judgment. You know, you thinking, oh, but actually, if my why is to look good, it's not spiritual. It's not the right thing. Again, that's judgment. It's judging yourself. I think what it is is to. We, we were saying the other day, right? You know that you are in this world, but not of it, where your whole sense of self doesn't just depend on your body, right? And the way you look or what you have achieved. But also there's the other part of you that is connected to something higher and deeper. And it's not just so fragile that if you don't look a certain way or dress a certain way, then it makes you in your mind unworthy or undeserving or whatever the things are that we tell ourselves. Absolutely. And it's like you were saying yesterday about honoring people um, by your actions. You know, like when you were talking about listening to people and to listen intentionally is to honor them. Um, and, and I think of honoring and mention that in that even in our actions to live healthily, um, to work out, to, you know, be conscious of your thoughts and your actions, it's also a means of honoring God. So you've been given this life. How are you honoring your creator by living a purposeful life? And what does that mean? And it takes it back to your very big, deep why. You know, if you think of this pyramid, so your deep why, your big reason for living, your big purpose. Um, and for me, I always take it back to that spiritually because that has helped me gain a sense of peace that I never had before. If I think of my purpose and my why aligned with God's purpose for me, then it allows me to then think clearly about the other wires, 
then my job, although it's important and I love it, really is linked to my purpose here on earth as a child of God. Then my conversation with you as a friend really is linked back to my purpose here as a child of God. So am I showing you the love, the respect, honoring you as a person in every action, in every conversation? And when you, and, and it's like you said, it's repetition. So once you have these thoughts and you keep dwelling on these thoughts and you write it down and you ask yourself why, it changes you in a way that you don't even have to think about it anymore. Any conversation you have with anybody becomes a place of, let me seek to understand this person, to honor this person by listening to them rather than projecting my, I don't know, my goals, my thoughts, my judgment, uh, my insecurities. You're less um, reactive in situations. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that was a good understanding of intention and how it really does. It's kind of the hidden motivator behind all our actions. And it's about becoming conscious of what are those intentions and then making a choice to realign with our true intentions and our true purpose and letting that fuel us and truly to become the best versions of ourselves and just live the best lives that we can envision for ourselves and in that way contribute to the people around us, our communities and eventually the world. And I do think that it is a way of honoring God when we make the best of ourselves. Absolutely. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed today's session. Again, if you have any questions for us, please post them on our Instagram and Facebook pages. And also check out our previous podcasts, like we mentioned, on fear and judgment. We go a lot more in-depth in those podcasts. And if you have questions on those as well, let us know. If there's anything specific that you want us to speak about in an upcoming podcast, let us know that as well. And just remember that you are enough. So just live to your best, highest potential. And with that, we will see you on our next one. Please remember to like and to share this podcast as well with anyone that you think it may be useful for. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening.